Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, what's up? <laughs> kind of down a little bit. You know? <laughs> I feel too good. Do you need me to write you another letter? Is yeah, that no, I want another letter. Do you need another letter? Salt loves it when I do this, by the way. When I pull your mic close to your face. Yeah. Yeah. Just before Christmas would be great. I'm happy to write you a Christmas I'm letter. I'm freaking jacked up. What about As you should be, man. What, what a win <laughs> yesterday. Nice to see your team go out and just dominate, huh? Well, we, we don't, we're not very familiar with games like that. <laughs> you know, that was kind of fun. Salk said he was bored. He, he really likes it when it comes to the final possession. You're not supposed to be able to win the game in the third quarter, Coach. What the heck? You want it too early. You never know, though. But anyway, it was a really good game for, you know, just just for having fun playing football and being at the stadium. I hope everybody enjoyed it and all that. And the crowd was good and all that. And But, but I don't know. If, did you guys hear the broadcast? I did hear the broadcast. I got a chance last night. They challenged our crowd a little bit now. Yeah, they did. We Dick gotta stopped get, We got to get pumped up. If that's the way we're going to be uh, seeing them by the media, we got to get jacked up. So Monday night's in just just about the right time to get a little I, I, bit of noise. To be fair, I mean, Dick's been around a few decades. Dick Stockton has said that a couple oh, times. Well, he's, you know, he's seen, you know, he's seen a lot of games. That's yes, he has. Give him a little credit, you know, respect and all that. How good but, was Bobby yesterday? Wow, what a game. What a game. In so many aspects of it, too. You know, it wasn't just the the, the plays that you that are standing out. He was all over the place and, and, uh, and running the show and really, really right in his element, man. He had a great football game. Was that matchup? Was that just his number called and opportunities? Was it cranked up because his no, buddy over there was watching in number 25 and ah, everything else? Come on, ain't that kind of stuff. It, it, it's, that has nothing to do with it. He, uh, the game plan really was fitted well. He had a lot of pressure opportunities, and, he, and you saw him rush, beat the center, you know, like a drum, and then and, and he had another blitz and, that he was hitting. He, he probably came about, I don't know, five or six times more than he's been getting. And um, Kenny wants to see him, you know, be more active in the pass rush stuff because he's so hard to block, and it showed up. Brian Baldinger does these uh, film analysis after games, and, and he's done a couple on Bobby Wagner where he has shown him essentially standing still after the snap so everybody moves in all these different directions on a passing play and there's bobby and he's just standing I mean, he's in an athletic position i don't mean like he's he's not ready to move but he doesn't go anywhere he just sort of stands and diagnoses and he shows that on the on the pick six he had yesterday is that a an important part of being a middle linebacker is that unique to him no, or what it is a little bit unique to him when we when we were uh, evaluating him in the draft we saw that there was times when he would there would be a pause and then he'd move. And we we weren't sure what to make of that, you know, but it's it's just part of his, you know, his diagnosing and, and all and it's just become part of his play. Um, but I don't know, you know, it's not something that you teach somebody. We, we we don't know enough about it to teach it, but he has a little bit of a knack of he wants to see it and then when he sees it and he knows what he's seeing, then he really, really goes. And, so. and he's got a God-given instinct and gift at 6'3", 255 pounds to make plays like this. So you watch TV copy. But as you know, I spend two and a half hours prepping for you, thinking, man, which call would Coach Carroll like to hear the most? What was Rabel's best yesterday? And this pick six from Bobby Wagner that we're referencing was a pretty darn good play and a really good call, too. Collins throws to the middle. It's intercepted! Going the other way! He's out across the 30, the 40, midfield, down the far sideline. Is he going to outrun everybody? He is! It's Bobby Wagner from the goal line, 99 yards. He lays down in the end zone. Somebody bring him oxygen. Bobby Wagner all the way 
field. The quarterback couldn't catch him, and Wagner will pin that picture on his wall. What a play by number 54. Somebody call the wagon. He may not be able to get off the field on his own. <laughs> Is he about as complete a linebacker as you're going to find? Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. I mean, he can do it all, you know, and, and uh, it's so good that he got opportunities to make plays like that too, you know. It's so fun. And I, when he was running down the field, Cam's touchdown went through my mind, and yeah. the next thing I see, I run into Cam on the sidelines, you know, and when we're talking about it, you know, how that, those are iconic plays in, in, uh, they, in our world, and they'll last forever, you know. Uh, so, beautiful I, thing. I think what stood out on that, kind of like Cam's as well, was there's Frank Clark flying. I mean, yeah. Frank was flying. There's Trey Flowers. He is flying. There's the whole team that comes off the sidelines. You yeah. have a delay a game, uh, which I know was purposeful, yeah. so you could get to 43-16 that, you know, had never been done in football. We did have that in mind. <clears throat> you did have that in mind. Sure. But just the whole team celebrating element of it. You know, it is – I just hope that's not lost on people that, you know, sometimes both college and pro guys celebrate. They have their own plays about them. Uh, this thing has not really ever been about an individual, and I thought that was reflective of that, too. Yeah, it was a great moment. And it was what even made it more dramatic was when Bobby's still coming up to the sidelines. <laughs> I think we're kicking, I think it's after the extra point. He's still making it back, and he's, you know, are you not entertained was really what I was thinking. You know, he was he had the crowd. He had it all going. It was awesome. Yeah. Your defense on the final drive, I mean, the game is essentially no longer in question, and it sure looked like they were playing their butts off on the final drive. Heck, yeah, man. No, that was that was one of my favorite things that we, we did in the day is to not let them score at the end just so that we can walk walk off the field with that with that thought, and uh, it was great. It was a good battle. Had nothing to do with needing it to be 43-16. No. How about that? What is up with that? That must be a day. Well, deal or you stu- you study the numbers. You tell us, right? You've got all these guys doing all the analytics behind the scene. For people who don't know, it is nine straight years that you have not only played a game but won a game with a score that had never once happened before in the history of the NFL. <laughs> That's crazy. How could that ever have happened? I don't know. I think if there's ever been a team to make that happen, it would be this team. I like that. Your like team that has time. definitely played some unique <laughs> games, don't you think? I don't. It seems like it, but I don't mean maybe just from our perspective. But that's crazy. That that's just ridiculous. I wonder what the odds of that happening are. are. We got to get somebody from Powerball. MIT or something yeah. to tell us what the, what, what's going on with that. Jerron Brown had been targeted three times in the previous eight games. Over the last eight games, he had seen three targets, and yesterday he was targeted three times, scored two touchdowns. How yeah. does that happen? And another big play too. But uh, he, he's he's a terrific kid man he's been in the middle of everything he's been doing stuff right for such such a long time he just happened to be part of the you know the the plan in a couple special ways and some of it is because he does he does a lot of the hard stuff a lot of the dirty work you know in the blocking and things like that and it sets him up to be available for some plays and he came through in a great way he's really just been very very consistent and made almost everything he's had a chance to uh happen for the good is there an art form to making the most out of few opportunities well, what a what an illustration that you know yesterday. That was pretty neat. You know that uh, we threw it six times in the first half for three touchdowns and four big plays. You know, pretty good. Um, that's I don't know if it's an art form, but it it does show you about maximizing opportunities, and, and that's certainly what happened. Is that something Russell is particularly adept at? Well, um, I would like to think that he's you know he's really good at the play pass stuff, and he has a great vision for the downfield throws and all of that. Um, without question, you know that um, that's four weeks in a row that we've had been plus ten explosive plays. That's nobody in the league has been able to do that, you know, like that. 
um, in that time frame. That's that's pretty good stuff. Th- those are they're not all passes, but a bunch of them are, and, and it's coming off the running game, which is great. So say that again: four weeks in a row, plus ten, and explosive is measured as twelve-yard runs and sixteen-yard passes. Okay, and plus ten over the last four weeks. Yeah. Have you had that in your past? Has it been a while since yeah, that's we, been done? We, well, we probably have had that in a couple. A couple times. years ago, right? Yeah. Fifteen. You had a bunch, of, you know, in a similar yeah. kind of vein as yeah. things. Well, I don't know. We have to research that, but but that's a, that's a good run for us, and, and it really does show that it's fitting together, and we're, we're able to maximize. And Shadi's doing a great job of mixing the calls at the right time. It's really not about how many passes you call; it's when if you call them and you make big plays, that's what's sure. important, and it's really hard to stop. There was a suggestion made after the game that that you keep things simple for Russell. What should I make of that? That's not even close to being true. It's not close to being true. I mean, that might be what somebody else said, but uh, he's he's in command of all kinds of stuff, you know, and, and uh, we're so far beyond that. That's not even close. That's really impressive you did that. with <laughs> a totally straight face. What? No, that's really good. <laughs> I'm not laughing about anything. No, I'm really proud of you, the Thank way you, you asked that. That's nice it, that was suggested I ca- I by I, somebody. I thought I caught it really well, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was nice played pass. tremendously well. I didn't well. suggest that. was no. suggested by me. No. I, I think the world of Russ, and I think what he does week after week is incredible. And I, I think it's pretty lame when people only point to his yardage instead of looking at the entire package of what no, he brings to I think the touchdowns are something like 24 to 2 picks in the in the last, I don't know how many games that is. 10 games or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy numbers, you know. So it's it's, it's maximizing, which is great. Uh, some health questions. How is DJ Fluger? Uh, he's got a, he's got a legitimate hamstring. we got to figure out what that means. We don't know. He's just coming out of the testing uh, by in after the early afternoon today, so we don't know until then. And uh, Carson? Uh, by the way, Jordan did a nice job when he came in, though. Uh, Jordan Simmons has done a nice job. He played well against the Rams, and we're anxious to, to let him have that opportunity to fill in. He's a big dude. You know, he's too 338 or something, whatever he is. You know, he's, he's almost fluker size. He's only, he's only five or six pounds behind Fluke, so he's he's right there. Uh, They're not quite the same. Come on now. Fluke is, come not, on now. Fluke is not 370. He's not. Uh, we watch him much closer than that. He's not. He's just a skosh over 350. <laughs> Who was the guy we used to talk about? What was the guy's name? Alvin oh. Bailey? Was that the guy's yeah, name? Yeah, Alvin Bailey. Oh, yeah. He's a big boy, too. And he was definitely a yeah, big kid. He, yeah, he was but 70s. Fluke seems to hold it pretty well. So does Simmons, man. That yeah, guy's... he's felt. <laughs> he's spelt. I don't know if I would say that. I think I. Find... How did George Fant look? Did he My look spelt when you yeah. split out wide <laughs> against Sherman? Use that word. What's that? How George Fant look? Does he look spelt when you split him out wide? He he was he was good. He's got a nice little stance and all that. He looked good out there. How how good? How how important has he been to your offense? Really, really a big factor. He has been a great factor for us. It's it's hard to find anybody that plays the tight end position that can block that well. He can really move his feet. There's a really neat play in the game. He's a backside blocker, and he, he's able to sift up to the second level, and he looks just like cat quick, you know, moving his feet and getting on the on – the, the, it was a DB on that play. play he looked good on a pancake just, block, too, that got called for a holding that took the ball geez, from one. Geez. I mean, I don't know what more you want him to do. His hands were inside, yeah. and he drove happened, the guy it, in the ground. Really, we had three blocks like right. that where guys dominated the blocks. Yeah. And there was an arm that was out, but it wasn't the control. But it, and uh, those were all difficult calls. But there, you know, he's, I see what he saw. How about his personal journey, George Fans? Yeah, uh, what you guys would love is George's attitude right now and his outlook is just so upbeat and so positive. He's having a ball. I mean, he's really having fun playing football. He likes his role. It's it's got a lot of variations to it. A lot of different things that he does. 
Uh, he knows he's a big part of it, and he knows he's doing well, too. He's, he's blocked in the heck out of those six techniques and the big defensive ends that line up on the tight end. And, and he's, he's able to do all kinds of stuff, so he's a big factor. Gosh, you know what it almost feels like as you're talking about this? It almost feels like, what was it, 2012, where Red Bryant found a role as like a five technique. Where here was Big Red that was, you know, a big physical guy with a unique skill, but where are we going to fit him in? And he just started to own that. And the same thing, guys just loved it. He loved it, and Georgie's certainly doing the same offensively. It's a good good comparison because Georgie has a big role in our offense now, and and, uh, and it's a really good side of our play, too. So he's, he's He's factoring in. Do you guys measure? I know the guys wear the um, the units to measure their mileage and their speed and everything else. Do they wear that in game too? No, they're not, not not allowed to. You're not allowed to wear that in game. I was just curious because I think I finally figured out Chris Carson and the word is acceleration. That as you watch him, are there faster guys? You know, in the league. 40-wise or what have you, sure, probably, maybe a little quicker. But as far as his acceleration, when the ball is in his hands, through the line or through contact or down the side, like I would be very curious if there's a way to measure his pure acceleration mm. and put it up against anybody. Because I don't know if there's a back in the league that accelerates through contact the way that he, just to the eye, looks right now. Yeah, he had a couple really, oh. really great runs. He's got style, you know. He's he's got a way about him, and I, and I always say that that thirty two just looks so good sometimes, you know. <laughs> and and it just it, he had the one on the when he catches the flat route. Yes. Oh boy, that was just a beautiful, you know, demonstration of athleticism and explosion, like you're saying. And and uh, he's tough now, and so. Uh, I'm so far about all of our guys running the football. I mean, you can see uh, Rashad had a couple great-looking runs also. Just let's go back out there and just keep doing it. You know, let's keep running, you know, and and let those guys go at it. And it just sets everything up. Is it hard to tackle in the month of December too? Uh, It gets hard on some teams. You look back at your run, and I know Danny was asking you post-game yesterday, and "Ah, how do you quantify this? And But when you are a a team that's balanced, but you've got guys that love to run, Rashad and Chris and and Mike, they, you know, Kissick back in the fall, they love to run. And does it get harder as bodies get tired in the month of December to want to really sting you and tackle you? I hope so. Sometimes it does. You know, Rashad's 240, you know. He weighs 240 looking like that. And and, uh, that's a load on guys now. I don't know that you like on the toss for the touchdown. Ah, okay, he's he's at the four or five anyway. Let him go, you know. I mean, <laughs> you can see guys making those are some decisions, and and uh, he ain't slowing down. And what does Chris and, carry? And, Chris carried two thirty. Yeah, and he's on just under two thirty. Um, him, you know, they're they're different style guys, as you can see, totally different athletes, but they have a similar effect, and uh, it's exciting. Flip nine, run the flip nine play to Penny. <laughs> I love flip nine. So my Brock knows I get excited every time I see it. Is he kind of uh, well designed for that play? It's just it's his burst, you know, it's that acceleration that he has. On, when he's on the edge, he, he gets going. So he's a rumbling out there. And you get kind of spaced out. On, you know, there's some spacey tackles that have to be made coming off blocks and all that. And uh, it can be real effective at it. I think one of, my, one of my favorite players this year, and he's really developed into that, is Jaron Reed. And I, I, I don't know that I can put a finger on it, but you know he, he sure looks like he's playing his butt off out there. He's made a ton of plays. He was all in the backfield yesterday. Uh, he, he's you, by your by your words has really developed into a leader as well. How has his development been from a rookie until now? Well, he's uh, he certainly has. He's matured a, a lot. He's found his uh, he's kind of found his niche, you know, in, in how he plays the game. Uh, the, the the great thing is his pass rush has just come to life. 
Um, you know, he came to us as a, as a leader from Alabama. He was the guy at, at Alabama. We heard that numerous times. And it was just a matter of just he needed to be here for a couple of years, and kind of like Cam emerged. Uh, he becomes a voice, and it's really the way he plays that everybody loves. He plays so hard, so tough, and, and uh, he's a big factor. How about the big plays? <clears throat> you talk about them offensively in your passing game. If anything, you know, that you kind of nitpick yesterday and you look at that film and you evaluate here in the month, uh, how do we tighten up some of the big plays against in the passing well, game? Well, we, we made a big bust on the big 75-yarder. That was a mistake um, on that one. It's easily fixed. It shouldn't happen. But uh, the screen plays really got us. You know, we need to, we, we stopped a couple of them nicely, and then we did not play a couple of them well, and, and that was kind of the factor. It's pretty easy for a team to complete a screen and, and if you let that happen. And that, that's a, um, a combination of the guys up front have to feel it and not just go rush the passer. we got a roughing the passer on a screen. You know, we need to pull out and go get to the screen and, and when we feel it. Uh, it's, it's the coverage, and it's also how we – you know how you force it and, and attack it. We got to do a better job in all areas, and and we can't let that be such a big factor against us. When you have a good team over time, how hard is it to deal with players all wanting credit? How hard is credit to deal with as a head coach in the National Football League? Um, it is it is a factor. It is a factor, and it's it's a it's built in because these guys you know, this is a business, and they are the their own business, and uh, there's a um, you know. A, a focus that comes to them at different times in their career. Some guys come in with it, but not many. Um, where they've got to make make theirs when they have a shot, because it's a short career and they don't know how soon it's going to end and all that. So there is a there's a tendency for guys to want to try to take care of their own world when they get the opportunity, and they're always trying to create the opportunity. Then when it happens, sometimes you know, and, then, and like think back at the you know since since the time we've been here. A number of our guys have gotten paid really well because they've played great football. They've become the best at their position, and they've been paid like it. And, and uh, that's that's not only just a factor for them; it's a factor for the other guys because they want that, would like to have that too. Everybody would like to be the star, you know. And so uh, it is a it's a challenge. Some guys deal with it better than others, and and and. Uh, and some guys manage it better than others. Some guys manage it well for their own sake. And when it gets down to where it's more about them than than the team, then it, sometimes it, it's a, it, it becomes an issue that we have to try to deal with. And it's kind of natural. I mean, it's a natural process that takes place, you know, and, and uh, we just got to help our guys through it and see if they can really manage it well. Man, look around the league, too. Sure. You know, look at teams' inability to handle success. Yeah. It is remarkable this year. I mean, the teams that were at the very precipice of the Super Bowl last year are 4-8 and eight this year. I mean, it well, is wasn't just... there a stat? Go back to last season. Wasn't there, like, only one team? Wasn't mm-hmm. Atlanta the only team that made it back to the playoffs or something like that? Crazy. That was in it the year before? Besides, I don't know. There was one or two teams or something like yeah. that. That in itself. And then when you really get to the end of it and you really get up on top of the thing and you're in the final couple games – uh, it, it's a huge factor in how you deal with it. All of the individual issues that, that arise, the media issues, the money issues, the fan issues, and, and the hype and all that, it's something to be dealt with. It, it's really why one of my f- favorite accomplishments is that we were able to come back the second year and be really good again and have a chance. And we, we struggled, I think, in that season early, but we found ourselves. It's a big, big challenge, and, and we took that really personally, that we were going to see if we weren't going to be that team as a fall. Part, you know, and, and uh, 
because a lot of teams do, and it's, it's it's just a natural problem. That's a big parade, you know. <laughs> it's a big parade, and that parade doesn't isn't over when the you get to the end of the the run of it. You know, it it parades all the way through an off season, and and remember they they get to the next season and they want to do celebrations, the opening game, and this and that, and it just they won't put it to rest, and it's really a challenge. And so look at like the Warriors that are doing it. You know, I admire them so much, and and for what they've been able to do, and Steve been able to manage that. You know, that, yep. all that it seems a little easier it. in basketball where the, the regular season doesn't mean <clears throat> quite what it does in the NFL, where they can coast through some of that regular season and, and, and get it back later. Maybe. And then he's got 12. We've yeah. got 53, yeah. you know, plus, you know, so it's, it's a little bit different. Was it a little regular. weird the first time seeing 25 and then <laughs> I, wait, I don't want, I don't want to take anything away from it. I think I, I almost, yeah. I almost oh, started yeah. to diminish it. I mean, what he's done and what they're doing and any of the teams that have done that when the, you know, the, the Bulls did it and, and the Lakers did it. I mean, those are amazing runs. Uh, the you got to give it to the Patriots too. They have done a fantastic yep. job. Bill's done a great job year after year after year. And of course, it's been with Tom. It's been phenomenal. But that's still it's still great. Look, there were guys talking on the air last night. I don't even know who these guys are. You know where these guys come from. And it's the next year's, you know, uh, you know, version of their another terrific team again. It's, it's amazing. Well, he does it just by making sure anybody who's been there for a while is just gone. <laughs> they don't have a, they, if they've won a Super Bowl, they're not there anymore. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable. Kind of weird to see 25 in a different uniform running out yesterday. Bit, yeah, a little bit. But uh, I've been watching him on film all year, so I was right. kind of ready for it. He, he did a nice job. I guess that'll do it for today. We're running out of time. I got like five. I could do another 10, 15 minutes. We've got to turn this over to Clayton here in a few minutes. Brock wants to ask you about the Pac-12. Oh, we can we do that next week? How about the Rose Bowl? How cool is the Rose Bowl? Oh, man. The Rose Bowl so, so, so sweet. 18 years, this market. You know, they obviously got to the playoff two years ago, but to get back to the Rose Bowl for the Huskies. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for Chris and his crowd and all that. So it's great. It's such a it's such a beautiful thing to be involved with. I still love it. I'd love to do it again. If I could, I would. How loud would you like it to be on Monday night? Well, we need to we need to crank it up a little bit. I think you know we have some uh, uh, some background and we have some notoriety. Well, let's go ahead and just be who we are. Let's let it rip. I hope everybody's ready to go. Works for me, Coach. Right. Congratulations, Thanks. nice win yesterday. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Bye. All right, there you go. There's Coach Carroll. We'll catch you guys tomorrow morning, seven a.m. Till then, the hey, Barn. See you, everybody.